Welcome to the Rise of a Chosen Generation podcast, where it's all about Jesus. I pray that this message inspires you to press in to know the Lord. Make sure to subscribe and stay tuned for more. Hi everybody, um, I trust we are all doing well and that we have been diligently applying everything we've been learning so far and I'm very excited to actually bring this not so new message uh, but basically just a reminder to all of us. Um, so before we begin, I'd just like to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you Heavenly Father for continually keeping us and preserving our minds by your word i ask king of glory that even as we go on today even as we listen even continue to speak to us by your spirit and help us O heavenly father to apply this word as it comes in the name of jesus i pray amen okay um just to begin the bible says in john 1 verse 1 that in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god Meaning, even before the Bible was written, even before any scripture was penned down, the word was. Jesus himself is the word made flesh, as the Bible tells us. So before we even start talking about the Bible in itself, we need to understand the point of the scriptures. The scriptures are there not only for us to live a better life or to be wise, but the scriptures are given to point us to Jesus. When Jesus was addressing the Jews, I'll, I'll just quickly read from John 5. Um, I think I'll read from 30, verse 38. It says, And you have not his word abiding in you, for whom he has sent him you have not believed. 39 says, search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. So basically everything that has been written in the scriptures is a testimony of Jesus. The law and the prophets, they are all a testimony of Jesus. The New Testament is the revelation of Jesus Christ. I want us to go back to the very beginning. Um, as I had already quoted from John 1 verse 1, that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Yeah, so going back to the very beginning in Genesis, from the first chapter, God says, let us make man in our own image. And in this moment, I believe he was speaking to the Word himself, and he was speaking to the Holy Spirit, the, the Trinity in that moment. They came to an agreement to make man in their own image. So when Adam was created in that moment, um, if you look, you'll see that before he created the fish, he made the seas. Before he created the birds, he made the air. Before he made the animals, um, the ground was set, the earth was set. So you can see that God created an environment before he put... Um, the animals there the same applies for you for 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 man the environment that man was made to flourish in was the very presence of god so as he gave the land to the animals as he gave the airs to the birds the seas to the fish he gave his very presence to man so 
man was made in the in in the very image of god in god's likeness so that means we were exposed to god's nature from the very beginning god's nature was within us and we didn't need to search out in quotes to search out the scriptures to know what god was like because he was right there you know so all we had to do was see and do as he does you know and the bible says they were naked and unashamed so that means that god's glory is what covered us you know we, we, whenever we see as the bible says in second corinthians 5:16 i think it talks about how we do not regard one another after the flesh that's basically the context that was there in that in the beginning because we're covered by the glory of god we were surrounded by the very glory of god we didn't need to search out in order to know how to live because god was already there then after the fall um god god had told them that if you eat of this tree you will surely die that death was not a physical death but it was a separation from god so that means now a veil came over our eyes and that veil is actually if i may say the physical eye our spiritual eye was then blinded to the very nature of god so now we had to search it out and so basically after all of that um there was no scriptures written until the time of moses so what exactly governed people like noah whom god said were righteous people like abraham you know who were known to be the friend of god people like you know who walked with god and he was no more so they 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 there must have been something in that particular time that would 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 be a standard so to speak that god would then call these people righteous and it was definitely not written scripture but god still revealed himself to them so that already means that even when the bible itself came even when the scriptures came the pentateuch of course being the first even when that came it came to reveal the very nature of god the scriptures were written so that we could know the nature of god in this case we now had to search it out through the scriptures and actually apply ourselves to study so that and 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 also lean in so that we could actually get a revelation of what what was written was saying you know like the psalmist prayed in psalm 119 that lord open thou my eyes that i may see the wondrous things of your law so david actually saw beyond he was like you know what the scriptures were written but i'm pretty sure there's much more to what is written there's something that is deeper you know what i mean than this black and white that i see now okay i really don't know if they used black and white back then but our bibles are <laughs> black and white so in our context let's let's just say black and white so basically whenever we go to read, to 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 read the scripture the bible says that every scripture is 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 inspired by the holy spirit so that means whenever we go to read the scripture we cannot truly understand the depths of it we cannot truly really come to know whom it is revealing unless the holy spirit himself helps us to understand it yes it's 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 possible that 
because of extensive study of the Word of God, apart from the Holy Spirit, we can come to a place where we understand some things, but we will never come to truly know Jesus Christ apart from the Holy Spirit. Yes, we might understand theological truths. Yes, we might understand theological facts. Yes, we might understand the storyline of the Bible and all of that. But apart from the Holy Spirit, we can never know the person whom the scriptures are there to reveal. So basically, everything that is written is basically an invitation to know Jesus Christ. And I would definitely define faith as the reality of Christ Jesus to me. You know, and the Bible says in Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So that means as I continue in the word of God, as I continue to get revelation of who Jesus is, as I continue to know who Jesus is, my faith is continually rising. The Bible says in um, 2 Peter 1 verse 3, According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness, according to our knowledge of him who has called us to glory and virtue. So that means even as I continue to get to know Jesus Christ, I get to access the things that he has actually freely given to me. The Bible is not an end in itself you know and since it's not an end in its, in itself my goal is to actually get to know jesus more so that means even if i read it and i don't understand what i'm reading at this particular moment i have faith that as the holy spirit brings it to my remembrance he will also give me a revelation of what i am reading right now even though i may not understand it right now i'm not going to discard the bible saying you know what i don't understand this stuff i might not i might as well just not read it no because i'm, I'm, I'm my intention is actually to know jesus i will continue pressing in i will continue pressing in because you never know when that revelation is going to come. So like, every, there's moments and times when we are reading through scriptures. I've noticed that may, maybe some people usually um, do devotionals. Some people decide to read the Bible all throughout and all of that. But one thing I must also say that as you continue to grow, um, reading the word and as you continue to grow in the word don't be in a hurry don't be in a hurry like there's times when you'll be reading through a particular chapter maybe today you've planned on reading six chapters don't be in a hurry because there's going to be times when you're reading through a particular chapter and a particular portion of that of, 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 of that chapter strikes you in your heart I like to encourage you to just stay there and meditate on that portion and just allow the Holy Spirit to help you to understand what he is trying to say to you in that moment. I'll quickly read something to you to, to kind of buttress this point that I'm trying to make um, from, ex from Exodus 3. It says, Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, and the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the backside of the desert 
and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burned. And verse 4 it says, And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here I am. So basically in, in, in verse 3, in, in, in these scriptures that I've read, Moses saw the burning bush. He beheld it and he said to himself, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that Moses had turned aside, God called unto him. So basically, those, those are like burning bush experiences. When you're reading through the word of God and something literally just clicks in your heart. Don't be too much in a hurry to, 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 to finish. Stay there and see what the Lord will be saying to you. So in other words, all I am saying is this. Be like Moses. Turn aside and see that great sight. Remain there and meditate on that particular scripture. It's most probable that you are not going to understand every single thing there is to understand about that verse. But the Holy Spirit wants to say something to you in that moment. So take your time and meditate on that particular scripture and see exactly what he is saying to you. And so even after you've, you've, you've received all these revelations, um, the Bible says in um, Ephesians 4.23, and being, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. I think it's the Passion Translation that says, be made new by every revelation that is given to you. So basically, even as you go through the word of God and receive many revelations or whatever it is, um, insights as you receive impressions as you read the, the word of God, the intention, or rather since Jesus is the point of the scriptures, the first and foremost thing is to know him. And in knowing him, we too must be transformed by all these revelations that we receive of him because the holy spirit doesn't just reveal christ so that our heads are puffed up with knowledge but so that we can become more and more like him so i know sometimes we feel good when we get deep insights about the word of god but i'd like to suggest that as the bible says to whom much is given much is required so that means every revelation that is given to me places a demand on me so that means i should not take lightly um, what i get from the holy spirit that's the first point the second part many times we receive revelations <laughs> ah maybe when maybe in the church and somebody's explaining scriptures or maybe in our own quiet times we receive revelations from the scriptures of god and we start thinking that it's for somebody else well before it's for somebody else if it's in your personal time you must first reflect on your own life and see 
because if if we continue to go at and, and read the scriptures with that mindset that it's for somebody else you yourself may not change so so we must take time to know Jesus for ourselves before we can you know go out there to minister to people we do not want to be unchanged vessels but we want to be the change that we want to impact wheresoever we go so it is of great importance that we take every revelation personally and allow it to change us from the inside so that even as we walk about our lives we are actually revealing Jesus Christ in the way that we live isn't it the bible says that we are epistles read by all men isn't it so when they see me what message are they reading and as i had earlier on um quoted the bible says in in in, in john 1 that the word became flesh so that means whenever we read and the holy spirit speaks to us about something we need to allow that word to penetrate our hearts you know the bible tells us that as a man thinketh in his heart so is he so that means as we continue to allow the word of god to permeate our very hearts as we continue especially in meditation that is how the word moves from our minds to our hearts when we continue to meditate and commune with the holy spirit the word is then written on our hearts I'll just quickly read from Jeremiah 31 verse 31 to about let's say 33 or 34. It says behold the days come says the Lord that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt which my covenant they break although I was a husband unto them said the Lord but this shall be the covenant that i will make with the house of israel after those days saith the lord i will put my law in their inward parts that's point 1 and write it in their hearts and be and will be their god and they shall be my people and they sh- and they shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother saying know the lord for they shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest of them said the lord for i will forgive their iniquity and i will remember their sin no more so first and foremost he says i will put my law in their inmost parts and write it in their hearts so basically that happens when we continuously read the word of god and continue and meditate on it in meditation that's how the laws are written on our hearts that's how the spirit of the lord writes it on our hearts we need to constantly cooperate with him by reading and staying in the scriptures and he will continue to write them on our hearts um we cannot change our hearts but god will not change or renew our minds it is our responsibility to renew our minds and in that process of the renewal of our minds our hearts are transformed by the holy spirit as we continue to sow the word of god into our minds as we continue to sow the word of god into our hearts it's the holy spirit that begins to take 
that word and change our hearts but we need to continue to decide we need to continue to partner with the holy spirit in that when we feed on the word of god if it doesn't align with how we've been living we decide to change and when we decide to change the holy spirit begins to engrave that law on our hearts and as you continue in the word of god you know he's the spirit of god now begins to sensitize you to what is actually wrong and what is right you'll find that some stuff might not necessarily be written in the bible but when you encounter these type of things you will know that this is wrong or you will know that this is right isn't it because as the bible tells us in in in, in romans 12 and 2 that be not conformed to the standards of this world but be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind so that you can test and prove what is the good the perfect the, the good the acceptable and the perfect will of god so that means as we continue in the word as we continue renewing our minds and as our lives are being transformed by the word of god as they are being transformed by the holy spirit we become much more sensitive to the heart of god and as we are more sensitive to the heart of god we may not necessarily need to read something in an order we may we may not necessarily need to read about something to know like when we encounter the thing to know whether or not it's right we just need to lean into the holy spirit and see what he's saying sometimes you'll just have an inward nudge you're just like hmm, this is not right you know and you move away from it you know what i mean that in itself is is an aspect of testing and proving what is you know the the, the, the good the acceptable and the perfect will of god i hope that makes sense so just in summary of everything that i've said because i know i've said a whole lot of stuff first of all um we need to understand that we read scriptures not so that we know them but so that we know the one whom they reveal it's nice to to quote scriptures it's nice to know the scriptures but are they changing our perception are they changing us from the inside it's biblical actually to 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 memorize and to quote scriptures that's actually how you meditate you know as the bible says in um, Joshua 1:8 this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate in it day and night so this book shall not depart from your mouth so basically it's 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 it's, it's biblical to memorize scriptures and to quote them and all of that but that shouldn't be the very end that shouldn't be an end in itself knowing the scriptures shouldn't be an end in itself i remember there's a time when i was i would like to say obsessed with the king james version the translation of the bible i wouldn't actually read any other bible i guess i had a little bit of some spiritual pride in my head i was just like eh, i can't read anything else whatever so i had that phase where that's all i used to read that's all i used to quote so i think i even used to sound very confusing when i try to speak like i was reading some articles that i wrote back then when i still used to read the kjv only i was like man that doesn't even make sense why didn't you just use proper english <laughs> you know it was very funny but then when i came to the revelation that it's not necessarily the translation that you can quote 
but it's the one that you can apply in your life and better understand and actually better help others to understand. You know, I, I changed. My mindset changed completely. Now I'm not just trying to sound fancy, but I'm actually trying to live out what I'm reading. I'm trying to live out what I see in the word of God, you know. And given the nature of what I do, I have to um, share the word. I have to teach. I have to speak to people and explain and help people understand the word of God. So that means I had to humble myself too, you know, so that I, I, I don't confuse people or try to sound deep, you know. So I'm really glad that I went through that, that transformation in my mind because even now I understand the word of God much more <laughs> I am not under pressure to impress anybody it's just myself and just trying to know Jesus I'm literally just trying to know Jesus I might sound deep on the way I might effect change on the way but I just want to know Jesus because it'll be pointless for all these things to happen and I still miss out. Oh, so in essence, even as we endeavor to learn the scriptures, let's endeavor to know Christ. And even as we continue to press on to know him, let's allow ourselves to be transformed by every revelation that we receive. Especially like in our minds, we should allow those thought processes. The fact that you've believed something for a long time doesn't make it true. And it doesn't mean it has to stay there. If it contradicts what God has said about you or what God says about a particular situation, that means what's on your mind has to bow down to Jesus and just allow him to actually change the way you think the way you believe you know sometimes it, it, it might actually be what you believe about scripture itself and then when you finally have an encounter with the Holy Spirit through a part through verse like we should be willing to lay down our understanding of what we or rather we should be willing to let down to lay down what we think is the right interpretation our own understanding rather of the scriptures we should be willing to lay that down to allow the holy spirit to actually teach us isn't the bible says in, in, in proverbs 3 5 trust in the lord and lean not on your own understanding so sometimes we interpret scripture based on our experiences or based on what we've been taught but it's not always right to do that you know because the holy spirit always has something new and something fresh for us in each day so we must always go there wanting to actually learn something we must actually go to the scriptures with a new mind all the time not that i'm saying you should forget everything that you've learned but i'm saying you should allow the holy spirit to add or to correct <laughs> what you already know or what you already have and if he has already spoken to you about something pertaining to that particular scripture, when you go to it, he's only just going to build from there. He's only just going to con continue building from there. He's not going to negate what he once taught you. He's just going to build from where he left off. You know what I mean? So we need to carry every revelation, not as a stumbling block, but as a stepping stone for the next one. Because... 
we know in part, isn't it? As the Bible tells us, we know in part. So we can only build from where we left off. You know, so as we continue to build like that, that's how we begin to grow in our understanding. And as our understanding grows, our life now begins to flourish. It begins to align to the very nature of God because of our submission to his word. So as a good steward of the word of God in your own personal life, you need to continue to build a word, a word bank. And you don't only build a word bank, you also allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you through what through that word bank and even as it grows continue to apply what you have learned in your own life because our knowledge of scriptures is actually not complete apart from experience because i can walk around and say jesus heals jesus heals i saw it in the bible i believe it jesus heals jesus heals jesus heals but I still walk around, I still walk past people maybe who are sick and all of that. My friends come to me and they are sick and then I leave them like that. You already see that that revelation has not entirely sipped into my system. So I need to be able also to apply the word as it comes. It's pointless for me to know in my head that love your neighbor, love your neighbor, and I continue preaching love your neighbor. But at the same time, when I pull out of the word of God in that moment and I go... I'm ignoring, I'm being stingy to my to my neighbor. I'm literally cussing out my neighbor. You see, what I know does not line up with what I'm doing. So that means one way to know if you are truly stewarding what you are learning is your level of application of those of, of, of the word of God. So apart from acquiring knowledge of the word of God, you need to also pray that God may give you the wisdom to apply every word that he has taught you. Okay, I was going to try and summarize everything that I've said, but I don't think I'm going to do that. But I'll be looking forward to hearing your feedback. If you do have any questions, if you do have any suggestions, please let me know and I will definitely get back to you. So you can follow us on Instagram on at T-R-O-A-C-G or on Twitter on the same handle at T-R-O-A-C-G or you can look us up on Facebook, The Rise of a Chosen Generation. All right.